Welcome back to the nationally syndicated Price of Business show. I'm your host, Kevin Price, talking to you about you and your business. Always having on the program, Ruth King. She is uh, one of my favorite uh, recurring guests. She's been involved with the, the show for uh, quite some time. And uh, one of those guests we get recurring questions about, ideas uh, from listeners for show topics. Uh, you name it. She brings so much to every program, and she's hard to describe. She's an internationally rec- recognized and critically acclaimed author. Uh, she uh, is a, a major make, uh, producer of content, video content, when it comes to all things business. And I know that, uh, you know, after wearing so many different hats, and you still certainly in a number of websites, you finally made it easy for all of us by having a RuthKing.info, which has it all. It's the link to everything you do. Ruth, love having you on the program. Today's topic looks particularly uh, timely. Why don't you set the stage for us, and welcome, as always. Thanks, Kevin. It's great to be back, and happy 2024, actually. It's the first one of the new year. How about that? Yeah. So, you know, I looked over 2023, and there were some really stupid mistakes that business owners made in 2023. So I took four of the really dumbest ones, if you want to put it that way, and decided that we'd talk about not doing them in 2024. How's that? That's a great plan. Very good. What what I always like to do is bring uh, multi-things we're going to cover. Real quick panoramic overview of of the four, and then we'll go into death based on the time we have left. Okay. Number one is putting money away, 1% of all the cash you get in the door, and we'll talk about that. Number two is um, basically putting all of your project deposits, if you get them, your recurring revenue when you get it, your um, anything with respect to sales that you're going to be doing in the future into an interest-bearing account. Um Number three was really, really bad last year is um, not contacting the accounts payable department of a new customer. And number four, believe it or not, not billing. Yes, it's crazy. I mean, let's start with that one, can we? (laughs) Yeah, it sounds like it's the most uh, important of that. uh, You don't actually, that's not true. Maybe the most urgent is not dealt with properly. Let's put it that way. Yeah, I, I think. You know, I, I worked with a whole lot of customers and a lot of clients last year, and they do the work, 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 and they get too busy to bill, or they don't, they forget to bill, or something along those lines. You know, stop. The most important thing you do is get your money. All right, you did the work. There's a contract, whether or not it's a signed off contract. You do something, you get paid for the something that you do. I mean, it's you know, sometimes it's written in you know formal legally. Sometimes it's just okay. Here's your invoice. You agreed to pay this, you know, get paid for it. And so there's been so many times last year that owners or people in the accounting departments just don't bill. And all of a sudden, an invoice is 30 or 60 days late. And I'm like, okay, if I personally got a bill from something that I had done, you know, 30 or 60 days before, I would be in my mind go, gee, they don't need the money that much. Maybe I should take 30 or 60 days to pay it. And by now you're at 120 days, which is insane. Mm-hmm. So you've got to And it's becoming insurmountable for the client to ever be able to pay, where, you know, it's going to become, or they'll end up abandoning it. It, it, it can only go 
go south. And so way before that, you know, as soon as possible, you need to be either negotiating how you want this to look going forward, but taking some kind of action because inaction guarantees a client it's not going to stay around. Well, not only that, it's going to be they don't they get the message that you don't care about getting paid. Yeah, no, I get that, but at some point it's going to become insurmountable for them to be able to pay. Oh, so yeah, agree. Get honest, yeah. get clean with these people, you know. But you're going to have to force them to do it. In action, it does indicate exactly what you're saying. Oh, they got money coming out of their ears. They don't need mine. Yeah, I mean that is to me the worst tragedy of all of it simply because you did the work, you paid the expenses of doing the work, you should get the revenue so that you can pay your bills as a result of doing the work. Absolutely. All right, let's hop back to number one. This is probably the one you've talked about the most often, and I think it's, it's warranted uh, based a lot on business behavior. Start with that one. Okay. So, if you get a check for $100 in the door, put $10 away in a savings account. I promise you $990, 99% of the time is enough to pay all of your bills and everything else like that. You will not miss the 1%. Um, but that 1% builds up consistently, and it's a new habit to get into for 2024 if you haven't done it in 2023. We don't know what's going to happen. I mean, I don't have a crystal ball, and I don't think you do either. I mean, we could end up with another COVID. I hope we don't. But at least if we do, we've got money saved up to be able to handle some of the things until unless there's another PPP loan or something along those lines. So please, you know, if you haven't done it in 2023, at least in 2024, start putting money away. And it's really interesting because once you start doing it, I've got a few of my clients who are putting like 2 3 4% away now. They're so used to the 1%, ah, let's try not using two. And and that's what happens. And then let's not try using putting 3% away. And when they find they can still operate and pay their bills on you know 97% or 96%, that money starts building up pretty quickly. Yeah, absolutely. No question about it. That's a, a very timely one. And it seems like one of the ones that should be kind of intuitive but surely is not, you know, and I think there's a lot of hand-to-mouth subsistence. And a lot of business owners have been around for years. They've got things going. It's fairly robust, but they still kind of act like paupers. And failing to prepare that way is kind of a form of pauperism and yeah. uh, one to be avoided. So talk a little bit about uh, not putting your, your project of deposits, maintenance agreements, sales dollars, and warranty reserve dollars in an interest-bearing account. That uh, – it certainly makes a lot of sense. <laughs> well, all of that money is not yours yet. If you got paid for it up front, if, if, a com if a customer gives you a deposit for a project that you're going to be working on, because most companies now ask for deposits, that's not your money until you actually do the work. So mm -hmm. if the customer decides to cancel, you better have that you know X number of dollars in the savings account that you can just give the customer his or her money back. So don't use money that's not yours. That's what that one is all about. It's like, if it's not your money, put it in a savings account, then you can take it when you actually do the work or, you know, whatever else it is, but don't put, don't take money that's not yours. Put it yeah, away. And at the very worst, the worst case scenario is that if, if for whatever the, the deal, you know, falls through, 
you may have at least accumulated some interest. Yeah, five cents. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm trying to be half full rather than half empty. But, yeah, it may not be much, but certainly better than uh, some of these more punitive accounts that seem to have risen since COVID in particular. So it seems like it makes a lot of sense to me. Yeah. Uh, Very logical. Yeah. Um, one of some of my clients has actually talked to the banks and they've had, you know, six figure cash balances in their operating accounts and said, I want more than my half percent or we're going to find another bank who'll give it to us. And there have been some banks who've then given them two, three, four percent on their operating accounts by just by them going and asking this year, which I found very interesting. Since the interest rates have been rising, they're still making money. But the reality of it is nobody asks. That we we all assume that we just get a paltry half of one percent or one percent. Ask. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, okay. Now we're at number three, which is going to be number four for us. <laughs> yeah. Go right ahead. <laughs> number three is not contacting the accounts payable department when you have a new customer. This is just basic stuff. Number one, you call and introduce yourself, say, hi, I'm Ruth, I'm with ABC Company. Um, One of your managers or your company has just started doing business with us, and I need to find out the best way and making sure we have everything we need on our invoices to you so that we get paid promptly. And they'll tell you. Now, the worst thing is, is, you know, call 31 days later, say, oh, you forgot this on your invoice, because then 30 days starts over again. So it's much better to call up front and say, okay, this is what we need, and make sure that all of your invoices have absolutely everything they need so that you get paid promptly. It also sends a message that you care, as well as if things go sour or bad later on, you have somebody who at least you've talked to in a friendly manner at least once. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So you're not uh, starting from scratch, absolutely. And what's interesting, so as we get close to beginning to wrap it up, I look at these four, three of them, um, you know, I think are a little kind of uh, out of the box, if you are. Not out of the box, but but not necessarily intuitive. Uh, No, they're not. The last three, you know, it's like, oh, that's a good fail-safe is with those three. The the first one we talked about today, it seems like a no-brainer to me, but it's one of the biggest recurring issues you've seen from what you've told me. And I see oh, yeah. it as well. And now, in, you know, in 2023, and I think it'll be a while before it improves, um, I think business owners are more flaky, not because they want to be, but because of the economic pressures than they've been at least in 20 years, both from what our own business department sees in client behavior, articles I'm reading from all over, you know, the business world, and what I hear from listeners. And so that, 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 that first one you talked about is probably more important than ever. Oh, I agree. Because think about it this way. If I can stretch out and not pay you for 30 days because you're not talking to me and asking me where your money is, remember the squeaky wheel gets the grease. And right. they think that you don't particularly care about it. And so at that particular point, it's like, yeah, why should we care about it? We'll go another 30 days. Let's see where they talk to us. Yeah. Absolutely. And so be proactive, stay on it. It's better to get rid of a client than keep on giving free services to a client. I hate to say it. It doesn't sound logical on one level, and that's an emotional one, in my opinion. Uh, But you get down to it, there's an opportunity and cost for your team to be taking care of someone who isn't doing what they agreed to do. 
and uh, you know change your business model entire, entirely and call yourself a not nonprofit or maybe an anti profit. Um, <laughs> but don't don't call it a business in the traditional sense. Your thoughts? Yeah. No, I totally agree with you. I mean, if you're if you're not getting paid, don't do the work. There's no sense yeah. in keeping. I mean, we we have a tendency to to, to hang on and hope. Well, hope doesn't pay the bills. No, hope doesn't float except for in the movies. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So very good thoughts here. You know, I would love for you to do a, a more detail on helping the business owner deal with clients who are flakier now than ever. You know, uh, talk at some point about, um, you know, uh, maybe credit checks, maybe learning more about their history, a lot of stuff that, we generally don't want to do, right? We like to get to the path to yes as quickly as possible. But if it's an empty yes, that creates a lot of opportunity costs and a lot of unwanted frustration. Uh, yeah. So that would be a great let's, future topic. Let's do it next month. Yeah, that would be good because I think it's more crucial now than ever. Frankly, it is so rampant. I see it all the time. Fortunately, not so much in – our, you know, business that relates to our media company, but I do see it more than I've ever seen it before, and yeah. uh, that just says volumes about how the situation is. We don't have it like others, but we still have it, so people need to stay on it. I, fortunately, went to the Ruth King of, uh, School of Thought on, uh, on collecting, so um, <laughs> our, team, our team doesn't allow it to go on forever. We do no. cut it at the needs because it, it's just it's simply the right thing to do. Uh, both for my paying clients, because if you're giving stuff for free to people who aren't doing what they've agreed to do, you're doing it at the expense of improving your business for those who will do what they're supposed to do. It really is a, uh, not to mention the fact that you're wasting time on someone who isn't paying when your team could be pursuing the next person who would be a, a, an actually good client. So uh, all this is very important. Ruth, final thoughts as we wrap it up. Bill, make sure you get paid. How's yeah. that for quick and complete? Yeah, and I think that's the most important takeaway for for a very important segment with four great takeaways. And so if you missed any of those, make sure you check out priceofbusiness.com, check out Ruth's article, uh, and we'll have, uh, of course, the audio and the article that goes with it. And Ruth, as always, love talking to you. I appreciate it, and we'll talk about doing the – credit checks and stuff next month. Yeah, absolutely. All right, sounds good. Ruth King, make sure you check her out over there at ruthking.info. That's ruthking.info. I am Kevin Price. This is the nationally syndicated Price of Business show. Stay tuned for more after this. <laughs> 